the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Where was everybody? Lots to cover here today. We'll get to the Brett Kavanaugh stupidity in a few minutes, but it is a Steeler Monday, and on the John Stoggerwald Show, nothing is out of bounds, including sports, and there's plenty to talk about after that disaster yesterday, but I want to talk about the fans at Heinz Field. Actually, uh, I want to talk about the ones who didn't seem to be at Heinz Field, even though they were there. There's, there are lots and lots of empty seats during the game. Um, and I was perplexed. Uh, after the Steelers had come back from 21 down in the first half to tie it, you would think that the crowd would be cranked and on their feet for the second half, screaming and yelling. Uh, they were on their feet, and they, but they weren't in their seats. Um, actually, I don't know where they were. Five minutes into the third quarter, the Chiefs were down near the Steelers' goal line, and it looked like half the fans hadn't gotten to their seats yet. And there was a time when in that situation the crowd would have been so loud you'd think the stadium was going to collapse and the quarterback would be frazzled trying to call the signals. But half the fans were making noise somewhere else in the stadium and in the middle of the third quarter there were still thousands, and I mean thousands, of empty seats. And uh, I was stunned. And lots of people left their seats for good in the fourth quarter too, um, even though the Steelers were still very much in the game. Now, I don't get it. Um, you, you know, you go to the game, I, I just... Call me crazy. I thought that the idea of going to the game, buying a ticket, driving down there, paying the money first of all, and then driving down there and paying to park, which I'm told is not that cheap, and then dragging yourself into the stadium and dragging yourself up to your seat, uh, wherever it may be. Sometimes you're up there in the top tier, and uh, it's, it's, it's a long haul. And then spending your time in the concourse doing I don't know what, but the, the seats are empty. And I was accused on Twitter yesterday of being obsessed with it. I'm not. I'm not obsessed with it. I'm actually perplexed, uh, and and I, I just, I, I don't understand. I mean, you're, you're going down to the game. It's a pretty big game for the Steelers. It's only the second game of the year. They're coming off a terrible loss. Why would you go down there, go through all that, and then not watch the game? And if you are watching the game somewhere else on a TV. That's what I was doing yesterday. But I was, you know, on my couch. I could eat whatever I want. I could go to the bathroom when I wanted to. I could fall asleep if I wanted to. And I didn't pay anything except whatever I was paying for the cable for the month. And these people pay good money. I, I just don't get it. And so I had some people on Twitter blame the, the long lines at the concession stands uh, when, I, when I raised the issue on Twitter yesterday. Well, if that's the and and they say also the uh, the line getting into and out of the, the the restrooms, if that's the case, then the Steelers owe it to their fans to fix that. If, if it if if the stadium is built and organized in such a way that the twelve minute halftime is too short and people are going to the restroom, you, you know, you go to the men's room and you come back and you've missed a couple of minutes of the third quarter because the lines are so long then I don't know. There aren't enough men's rooms or the seats are too far away. What's what's going on with that? Stadium's not that old. It was supposed to... I think those things are supposed to be taken into account when you build a stadium. It just makes no sense to see so many empty seats. Now, the game was a disaster and the Steelers look like a mess right now. Uh, Antonio Brown, who's a spectacular player, has the maturity of a, I don't know, 12-year-old. He got into it with the coach on the sideline, the offensive corner. Then he bolted out of the locker room without talking to the media. Now, this is a guy who's always the last guy left in the media in the in the locker room, and he bolted before anybody could talk to him. And then today on Twitter, when someone said he wouldn't be having the same kind of success playing somewhere else, and he should be grateful that he's on the Steelers, he said, "Well, trade me and find out." Somebody on the team needs to get in his face, either the head coach or the quarterback. The quarterback might be a good idea. You know, they talk about not enough leadership in the locker room. And even Ben Roethlisberger refers to himself as a leader. 
at some point, if you're the leader, especially if you're a guy Roethlisberger's age with his stature, 35 years old, whatever he is, get in his face. And if he's throwing a, a tantrum on the sideline, get in his face after the game and say, I'll throw the ball to you when you're open. You shut up and play. I'm the quarterback. You're the receiver. At some point, somebody's got to say that. I don't think it's going to happen. They go to Tampa for a game next Monday night, and the Bucks, by the way, are 2-0. and Now, Brett Kavanaugh. I've got to get to that very quickly here. Uh, and whether the process of his inevitable confirmation should be delayed because of a woman who claims she was sexually assaulted by him 37 years ago. We're being told that the woman deserves to have a chance to tell her story. And some people are saying she deserves to be believed, which is ridiculous because nobody deserves to be believed. The truth deserves to be believed. And nobody knows what the truth is except her and maybe Kavanaugh. But we're being told this by people who think Hillary Clinton should be president, which means they believe Bill Clinton should be first man. It takes a major amount of guts for anybody who supported those two slime balls to hang hang their hat on uh, that story in order to block Kavanaugh. Until this is resolved, that's what they're going to do. And every Democrat you see from now on will be doing that. Uh, and every every one of those Democrats knows that Juanita Broderick accused Bill Clinton of raping her back in the 80s when he was Attorney General of Arkansas, and not one of them has ever shown any interest whatsoever in hearing her story, much less believing her. And every Democrat you see coming out of the woodwork to use this story knows that it was Hillary Clinton who was in charge of making sure the women weren't heard. Forget about being believed, not being heard. So if Monica doesn't save the blue dress, she would have been called every name in the book by Hillary and thrown out into the street and nobody would have ever heard of her. And are you aware that Brett Kavanaugh is being Alinsky-ized? That's what's been happening to him for months now. When we come back, we have a guy who's going to explain that to you. Stick around. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial Plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. People come in with health concerns, and we try to address those at the root cause. At the Medicine Shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb has conducted over 3,000 consultations with pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. I actually got my nurse practitioner in family practice, and I've always wanted to practice getting to the root cause because in family practice, I felt like I was giving a pill for the ill. It's always pharmaceutical-based. You really didn't get to the main problem that caused the symptom. Just an example of you have heartburn. There's many reasons for acid reflux or heartburn, and some of those reasons can be not enough hydrochloric acid, where traditional medicine blocks that. And as we age, our body typically doesn't even make enough as it should to break down our food. A lot of people want to get off their proton pump inhibitors, and we had a little protocol to wean that very slowly so they don't have rebound heartburn. Call for a consultation today. The Medicine Shop in Oakmont and Penn Hills. 888-865-9595. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the original mattress factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The original mattress factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Great beds, no bull. That is the Original Mattress Factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. 
Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The Original Mattress Factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. In today's world, violent crime can victimize anyone at any time. Larry Yoda here. When it's your time, will you be able to protect yourself and your loved ones? For my personal protection, I am attending a training at Front Sight, the world's premier firearms training facility located near Las Vegas. And through our personal relationship with Front Sight's founder and director, Dr. Ignatius Piazza, we've arranged for you and your family to train there too, free of charge. Yes, it's true. On your computer browser, enter frontsite.com slash Larry to secure a $2,000 four-day defensive handgun course absolutely free of charge with no hidden surprises or catches. Enter frontsite.com slash Larry. After your first course at Frontsite, you'll leave with skills that surpass 99% of the gun-owning population. Guaranteed. Nobody does it better than Frontsite, but you must act before these free courses are all taken. Secure your free four-day $2,000 course at frontsite.com the John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. I've been saying from the beginning that uh, a lot of the Kavanaugh hearings have been just kind of a waste of time because the Democrats are the Washington Generals and the Republicans are the Harlem Globetrotters and the final score is going to be at least 50 to 49 no matter what. And I was right, right up until Friday when the Democrats introduced the woman who says she was sexually assaulted I guess it was. I guess they just introduced the letter at that point, or introduced the fact that she was out there. But anyway, that was introduced uh, that she she was sexually assaulted by Kavanaugh when they were in high school. Uh, there's a possibility that the vote's going to be delayed now. None of this surprises Rich Logus. He's the author of Ten Warning Signs Your Son Is About to Become a Democrat, and he wrote a piece at the Federalist showing how the Democrats have just been following Saul Alinsky's 13 Rules for Radicals all along. Before we get to the rules, Rich, thanks for being here. Um, My pleasure, John. Thanks so much for having me. And you wrote this piece before the woman uh, and, and the letter. Actually, everybody knew as much as they know now. So a lot has come out since you wrote the piece. But uh, is is this whole thing with the sexual assault allegations, that's part of the rules, too? Without question, and uh, you know, thank you to the Federalists for having me on. If you if you look at the Alinsky rules, all thirteen of them, and I go through and I break down in detail in the article and, and use specific examples. The the playbook that the Democrats had run on Robert Bork is the same playbook that essentially they'd run on Clarence Thomas. They just changed up the iteration, and now they now they've combined. Now there's a hybrid with Brett Kavanaugh where. Uh, at the time of the article I had published it, it was only the anonymously written letter right. that we had known about. And I really and I really put this together, John, because Republicans and conservatives, I speak to them so often, they're always citing Saul Alinsky. But in reality, many of them, you know, good people, they care about the country, but they don't actually know what the rules are and the tactics, and you cannot defeat the opposition if you don't know what their tactics are. So I really wrote this article for them, and showed how during the entire lead-up to, during, and now post-hearings with the Democrats and the DMITE Democrat Media Industrial Complex, they've been running the ONT rules to the T, and the fact is, John, the rules work. Look at the chaos right now that's happening in Washington because of this incident. Yeah, now, over th- three decades ago, unverified, uncorroborated, yep. find the target, personalize it, polarize it. It's exactly what the Dems are doing. Yeah, uh, you have a rule number one. Power is not only what you have, but what the enemy thinks you have. And and uh, you say, Diane Feinstein resorted to show me the man and I'll show you the crime tactics uh, by forwarding right. to the Department of Justice an anonymously penned letter. So uh, Saul Alinsky, I mean, everybody's heard the name, as you said. Not everybody knows what exactly his uh, rules were for, for radicals. But how many, uh, first of all, how many people on the left who are in power, uh, uh, politicians, how many of them actually consciously follow these rules, and how um, how many of them do it without knowing that that's where they originated? I think a large number of them. If you look at the hearings, John, you had uh, Kamal Harris of California, and New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, who was grilling Mike Pompeo during his Secretary of State confirmation hearings about gay sex. That's, that was Cory Booker's claim to fame when he was interrogating Pompeo. You can see just how organized and coordinated the attacks on Kavanaugh were, from Harris 
to Booker, to Blumenthal, to Leahy, amongst others. It's very clear that this was a coordinated effort. Kavanaugh, to his credit, was ready for them. Uh, they tried to knock him off his game. It didn't, it didn't happen, though. But you can very clearly see with that particular rule that power is not what you have, but what the enemy thinks you have. Feinstein thinks that she's got an ace in her hand, but I'm certain that it's a joker. And if I can make another point on this, John, the GOP better not whiff on this. If they strike out on this, if they give in to the Democrats with what's going on with Kavanaugh right now, there's going to be hell to pay in November, and that's the thing I'm most concerned about. Now, you, um, I'm going to read rule number nine, because you, you say here in your piece that if you had to pick one rule, uh, the Democrats sold the hardest. This is the one. So this is what, and, and again, this is, this is not something that you made up. This is, this is from the book. This is what, what rule number nine says. You're quoting it, right? That's exactly right. All the rules verbatim are right from rules for radicals. Okay, here's rule number nine, which you say is the one that they sold the hardest. The threat is usually more terrifying than the thing itself. Without question. And I cited what Ted Kennedy had said about Robert Bork back in 1982, that women would have back alley abortions, they would die, Uh, blacks would be segregated at lunch counters, you'd have police breaking down. Uh, citizens' doors in midnight rage for absolutely no good reason. School children would not learn about evolution. It, it, is, it isn't that Kavanaugh himself is the threat, but the Democrats very effectively, along with the Democrat media industrial complex, are very good at employing this rule in selling the boogeyman because the Democrats always have to have two main types of people, victims and boogeymen. And in this case here, the real objection to Kavanaugh that they know that when Kavanaugh is confirmed, we are going to have a very solid pro-Constitution Supreme Court majority for decades to come, which will hinder the Democrats' ability to have judicial activists who impose politics that most people around the country actually do not want upon the people by the judges who decide to be activists from the bench, a la Ruth Bader Ginsburg or Sonia Sotomayor. Now, I'm going to just go around and, and pick a rule uh, just because I, sure. I like the way it sounds, <laughs> and uh, I'll, let, I'll let you go on. Uh, this is Rule 6, and again, this is a, an official rule from Saul Alinsky. A good tactic is one your people enjoy. What does that That's mean? That's right. That's right. You've got you to give red meat. The one thing about the Democrats is that they are extremely desperate right now. When what Republicans and America First voters and right-leaning independents have to understand, John, is that a desperate enemy is a very dangerous enemy. But you've got to rally all of those around who are going to be your supporters and your voters. You've got to show them all the bloody red meat types of tactics. And the way that that happened here, and I pointed this out in the article, is with this very scary but actually uh, meaningless legal term, unindicted co-conspirator, which are they were referring to President Trump in relation to his right. personal attorney's guilty plea with Michael Cohen. It sounds very scary, and you can see how there's an awful lot of overlap, because Rule 6, to some extent, can have an overlap uh, over along with, with Rule 9, which is the threat usually more terrifying than the thing itself. Right. But the only thing about Rule 6 is it, it's very important to understand when you've exhausted that, because if you look at the following rule, a tactic that drags on too long does become a drag. And I pointed out Cory Booker there where he, he realized that probably some, some Trump fatigue was setting in and then he had his Spartacus moment, which truthfully in the history of Senate hearings was one of the most embarrassing moments, I think, in our political history. <laughs> Not to them, I don't think. I don't think they're no, embarrassed. No, they're, they're, they're shameless. They're, they're, and again, they're, because they're desperate, it's like when we watch these programs of the animals who are trapped in the corner, they're so desperate they'll do anything literally to get out of that corner. Scratch, kick, claw, be Spartacus, uh, break Senate rules, whatever it may be. That's the type of opposition we're, we're dealing with right now. And the Democrats know, leading into this hearing, that the arithmetic was not on their side. I'm not at all surprised by these allegations. And I just want to reiterate the point that the Republican Party better not cave in to the Democrats on this, because if they do then it will just set up the new blueprint to just have someone from three or four decades ago, whether it's Supreme Court nominee, cabinet nominee, whomever it may be, a federal judicial nominee, let's just run this play and have a rape or sexual assault allegation. 
Once you give the Democrats a tiny little bit, John, they're just going to take as much of it as they possibly can. Republicans need to wield the power they have as the majority party. We're talking to Rich Logis. Am I pronouncing your name right, uh, Rich? Yes. Yes. Uh, Logis. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And uh, can I, may I say, John, I, it's, it's with great envy that you were once cited by Keith Olbermann as a terrible person. How did I mean, you, I, how, I, how did you I know that? I tell you that. How did you know I, you that? Know, because I, I, I like to know when I'm coming on shows yeah. because uh, I, I, I've got a lot of friends and family actually were out in Pittsburgh. Um, believe it or not, they're, they're one of the four people in the city who aren't Democrats because Democrats <laughs> have been running Pittsburgh yeah, right. for the last 20,000 20, consecutive days. But, you know, I, saw, I had seen that today and I thought, oh, man, I am so jealous that you got high, you were highlighted by yeah. Keith Olbermann. Yeah. And uh, do you know why? Uh, yeah, I recall it was re- related to an incident at a Pirates game, I think. No, it was, it? A, it was a, uh, a guy who got beaten uh, almost to death at a, uh, at a Giants-Dodgers game in L.A. He was wearing a Giants um, jersey, and I wrote a column, and Keith had a problem with his reading comprehension and completely misinterpreted it. But I was, I, that's one of my, the, the great accomplishments of my life, to be uh, one of the worst people in the world, according to Keith Olderman. <laughs> Because he is the biggest, I'm not even going to use the word, in the history of television. So, and I'm, and believe me, I worked in TV for a long time, and that's saying something. But I, I, enough about me. Um, I want to, <laughs> I got to ask you about uh, this this whole thing with, with you know, the, the uh, Saul Linsky's rules. Um, you know, are the Republicans, are the Republicans aware of this? Like, I mean, does, does somebody sit back and go, oh, he got us with number three over there? Well, on that one, or that was number nine yeah. they tried on us. The, the closest we have, to his credit, is President Trump, who, who probably doesn't know the rules by heart, but is someone who showed in the lead-up to the election and then post-election, post-inauguration, that when the Democrats and the Democrat media industrial complex hit, we go and hit five and ten times harder. That's been an adjustment for the Democrats and the D-Mike that they have not they're, they're still it's like parenthood. You know, I've got a two-year-old, and I'm still adjusting to parenthood. They, the, the Dems and the D-Mike are still adjusting to the fact that the influence that they once had it, it has greatly waned and diminished. And, and we don't employ we don't employ the kinds of strategies that Democrats do because our side just isn't organized like they are. We we don't we don't understand the tactics, and because we don't understand them, for the most part, it's very difficult. To combat them and challenge them. It's like that scene in the film Patton when, when there's the tank warfare scene and Patton says, Rommel, you magnificent bastard, I read your book. You know, Patton <laughs> was talking about how he, he sought out every nook and cranny about Rommel, who was a terrible person but had brilliant prowess as a general, and Patton understood that to defeat and conquer the enemy, you've got to know every little thing that you can about them, no matter how big or small. On our side, our side likes. To, we don't really like to do that. What our side likes to do is we we like to go and ask Democrats what they want. And our side is very obsessed with being white at the Washington Post and MSNBC. President Trump was the anomaly there, and that's why a lot of the establishment Republican Party, whom I refer to as Tessio Republicans, based on Sal Tessio from The Godfather, who who uh, betrayed the Corleone family. It's why so many of these Tessio establishment Republicans. When you listen to them talk, John, they have the exact same talking points as the Democrats and the D-Mites. Yep. Hey, hey uh, Rich, I'm out of time. I'm up against a hard break here. Your book coming out soon, 10 Warning Signs. Your son is about to become a Democrat. Contact me, and we'll talk about that when you're ready. Yeah, I absolutely will. And thank you, John, so much for having me on. Everyone can check out my articles and my, uh, my podcast, my site, com. Okay, thanks, Rich. Really appreciate it. Talk to my you soon. My pleasure, John. Thank All right, you. Man. Yep. Say hello to Keith Olbermann for me if you run into him. Yeah, yeah. Terrible person you are. <laughs> Thanks. See, see ya. Yeah, Keith named me the worst person in the world. We're going to completely switch gears here when we come back and talk about Paul Simon, among other things. Stick around for more on The John Stoggerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Washington is a Twitter over allegations of sexual misconduct by Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Deborah Katz, an attorney representing the accuser Christine Blasey Ford, tells NBC's Today Show her client is not taking a position on whether Kavanaugh should withdraw as nominee to the Supreme Court. She's not taking a position on that. She 
believes that these allegations obviously bear on his character and his fitness. And the denials, of course, also bear on her, his character and fitness. President Trump predicts a little delay on the nomination. Mr. Trump wonders why Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein waited so long to raise concerns about Kavanaugh. It wasn't even brought up at that meeting, and she had this information. So you would have thought certainly that she would have brought it up at the meeting, not wait till everything's finished and then have to start a process all over again. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 92 points, the Nasdaq down by 114. This is SRN News. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Buying a home should be one of life's best experiences, but today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments. And that can turn a great experience into an anxious one. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. It's called the power buying process. We check your income, assets, and credit to provide you with a verified approval, which can give you the strength of a cash buyer. Once verified, you qualify for our exclusive Rate Shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days while you find your new home. Then, once you've found your new home, if rates have gone up, your rate stays locked. But if rates have gone down, your rate drops, and you get to keep that new lower rate. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed-rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. As the 2018 midterm elections approach, America holds its breath. Will Democrats take back the House? Will conservatives stay the course? This is Dennis Prager. The Battleground Talkers Tour comes to the Montour Heights Country Club October 22nd. Join Hewitt, Medved, Steigerwald, and myself as we cut through the media hysteria to reveal exactly what's at stake that will determine the course of the next four years. Tickets start at just $20. Doors open at 5.30. Get details on dinner, the program, and VIP tickets now at TheAnswerPGH.com. Do you dream of owning your own home? Dollar Bank's Free Mortgages for Men workshop can show you how to break the rent cycle. You'll learn the right way to home ownership with a plan to strengthen your savings and create less debt. You can even get help with restoring bad credit. Join Harold Hayes of Dollar Bank at the Free Mortgages for Men home buying workshop. Saturday, September 22nd at 9 a.m. at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Child care will be available. To register, call 1-800-345-3655 today. Dollar Bank, equal housing lender. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. He can smell you from half a mile away, hear with pinpoint accuracy, and detect the slightest motion with a 310-degree field of vision. But with an Oak Ridge hunting blind from Yoder's Backyard Structures, that deer will never know you're there. Solid, silent, scent-controlled, satisfaction guaranteed. This is one perch you won't fall out of. And with Yoder's, delivered and set up free of charge. Take your hunt to a whole new level at yodersbackyard.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway East outbound, there is a disabled vehicle. Blocks the right lane. This is the outbound side after Grand Street. Now we're also seeing delays. Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound heavy Edgewood, Swissvale to the tunnel. And also on the Parkway West, seeing delays outbound from Banksville Road to Carnegie. Now on the PA Turnpike, got an accident in the left lane westbound between Cranberry and Beaver Valley. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Rather cloudy and humid tonight with showers crossing the area from tropical rainstorm Florence, low temperature 65. 
Tomorrow, a stray morning shower, then mostly cloudy, warm and humid the rest of the day, high 81. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 62. On Wednesday, partly sunny and warm, but less humid, high temperature reaching 80. I'm meteorologist Bill Skladankis on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Wall Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I saw Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel singing that song at the uh, Civic Arena on December 23rd, 1965. I was 17. The song had just been around for a little while. Actually, I found out today that it was a failure as a song in September of, uh, in March of 64. And then they re-released it in September of 65. And it uh, started getting some airplay and it became a hit. Uh, so when they appeared on stage, they were booed because most people had no idea who they were. People there to see the Four Seasons, the Yardbirds, who had Eric Clapton playing with them at that time, Chuck Berry, Little Anthony and the Imperials, who had a ton of hits, Lou Christie, a Pittsburgh star, and Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels. A pretty good show, I'd say. Uh, 53 years later, and Paul Simon is on his farewell tour right now, and he's playing PPG Paints Arena tonight. Well, I guess it's the last time he's going to be here. Rich Engler's not promoting the concert tonight, but he's been promoting them here in Pittsburgh for almost 50 years. He was the promoter the last time Simon and Garfunkel performed here in 1983, and that was at Three Rivers Stadium. I was there for that one, too. And Rich is here right now. Rich, how you doing, and thanks for being here. Hey, hey, all right. Thank, thank you very much for asking me to be on today, and uh, uh, we're, we're ready to rock. <laughs> so let's get something out of the way right away, because you were telling me this today, and I saw it in a piece that was written uh, in Pittsburgh Magazine. Uh, they weren't speaking to each other. Uh, and back in 1983, Simon and Garfunkel did a concert. I was there at a pretty good seat, and I don't remember noticing anything like that. But you say they were not speaking to each other. <laughs> That's correct. Well, I didn't know in the beginning whenever I, I originally made the deal and uh, decided to, um, for the price they were asking for, uh, needed to be at a stadium. And um, I had to put a symphony orchestra with them. So, which I did. So it was going to be a special night, special performance. I was uh, very excited about it. I called the manager, and we finished the deal. And it was on sale. It did sold very well. It was basically sold out. I think we were set up for somewhere around 30,000 people. It wasn't a, a full house setup. Um, but for the 30,000, it, it, it sold out. And uh, I told the manager that uh, I had a, I was going to do a very special thing in the Steeler locker room, and uh, made it make it into a, like a, a game room and all that stuff for the guys. And he goes, "Well, I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> they <laughs> they need separate dressing rooms and uh, far away from each other as possible." <laughs> so you were going to put and them I, both in the Steeler locker room, <laughs> and they said, "No, that's not going to work." They said, "That's not going to work." So I said, well, you know, the visitor locker room isn't as nice. They go, well, he goes, that's where, that's where Artie will end up then. So uh, <laughs> that's, that was the story. And I go, well, what's going on? He goes, well, I, don't, I can't explain everything to you, but they're really not speaking. But they're going to be magnificent because they know what they have to do and how they do it. And uh, nobody will know. And let's let's have a great show and i go that's what you say you're the manager you should know so let's do it well if i so were sure enough go ahead so sure so sure enough they never when they came in they came in separately uh in 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 uh two different times and two different places and had them brought in and they never made eye contact um, uh but before during or after the show, but, but it was a great, great show. Down in history is one of one of the magn most magnificent nights in Pittsburgh for for a big stadium show. Yeah, I was there, and it was one of the best. Uh, if I was going to, if I were to list the five best conference uh, con uh, concerts I'd been to, it would be in there. And it didn't affect but, the concert, as I said. I I would have never known if I hadn't uh, read about it or you hadn't told me. So. Um, they, it obviously, they obviously were able to pull it off, and and I, I didn't notice that they didn't make eye contact during the concert. That, I mean, uh, their their stuff is um, obviously. I mean, they're Simon and Garfunkel, so they what they do it works together. But it, it's it's it, it doesn't happen by accident. It's a very um, uh, meticulous 
routine they go through to make the song work, when to sing and you know, what notes to hit. And it's amazing they were able to pull it off and they couldn't stand each other. Well, that's, you know, in the early days, they were probably best buddies, and uh, and uh, Paul wrote these songs, and they, and, and they harmonized, and they were just, they were a team. It was like uh, McCartney and Lennon, in, in a way. But there were two writers, McCartney and Lennon. This way, uh, Paul wrote basically all of the songs and did all of the arranging, and Artie had to take a back seat to this, and I probably, that was probably the... The, the 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 rub that that Artie had and they probably had it had it out and they figured well we can't have it out too much and not aid each other so we never play together so they were able to 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 continue for 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 that whole time period then after that that was the end they uh, you know they that was they, the last so that 1983 they never re- had a reunion after that I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. I, I know Paul came back with Bob Dylan one time. Yeah, we had him out at the the uh, whatever it was called at the time, Star Lake Post Gazette yeah. Pavilion, and that that was that was a great evening. And I had Paul at the Stanley Theater at uh, One Trick Pony tour, which was really 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 great uh, to to have him. And I have some photographs with Paul backstage, and it was that was really really a uh, magical evening at the Stanley to see him up that close. Now you wrote a book. We'll get to that in a second. But um, and you, you and I both worked in. I worked in television for a long time. And if you work in TV and radio, and in the business you worked in, dealing with these acts, you run into people with large egos, um, <laughs> and you you have to know how to tiptoe around them, don't you? But I, I, I I'm just stunned that there's anybody. Any two, anybody who's that accomplished at what they do of, of Simon and Garfunkel, that they would get to the point where they they actually didn't speak. I mean, there's, I just it makes no sense to me. You know, figure it out. You know, okay, yeah. we we have an issue, but you know, we're not, doesn't mean we're going to have to be best buddies anymore. But you know, I just how does it get to that point? You know? Yeah. Well, that's it, it happens with a lot of attractions. They just you know they have it out and they go, hey, that's it. I'm not no, no more. Yeah. Not going to do it, and uh, for whatever reason, sometimes it's it's uh, one guy turns into a druggie and the other one's not. It's all different yeah. reasons, and uh, you're right about the egos. You you know, the you got to be able to roll with it. I you know I never uh, uh, nothing ever really fazed me with what they would come up with or what they would say and do. Um, you know, I would just I would kind of go along with it, and uh, it's whatever let's get through the evening sometimes well not sometimes all the time when i produce a show my favorite part is when it ends because (laughs) (laughs) and not no catastrophes take place right yeah you know somebody passes out on stage which i've had oh yeah somebody somebody has um uh 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 a uh, bio, a bowel uh, yeah. movement. <laughs> That'd <laughs> be mean, tough. I, I've had it all. Like, well, people you kind of like working at the circus, falling behind the elephants. <laughs> right. <laughs> people throwing up on stage. A glamorous career you've had there, Rich. It, 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 yeah, that's everybody always sees the glamour. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they go, wow, I, I, only to be you. And I go, well, yeah, it is, it is glamorous, but you won't believe what happens after before the lights go down and they go on stage or they get on stage you know uh, thank goodness all these some of these antics took place i was able to write a great book so <laughs> because because of these things they were they said tell us some of your stories i said they're not stories they're traumatic experiences right right well the book's called <laughs> behind the stage door promoter's life behind the scenes um and uh you in the interview with uh, Sean Collier of Pittsburgh magazine a few years ago you ranked that uh, Simon and Garfunkel as the fourth most important concert in Pittsburgh. I was interested to see that you had the Beatles at Civic Arena on September fourteenth, nineteen sixty four, finish second. Who beat out the Beatles? Uh, I I don't remember what I said. Bob Marley. Time. You said oh, it was Bob Marley. Yeah. yeah, because one, it was not only epic uh, due to the fact that he passed away. That was his last performance ever. That was his last 
uh, last uh, playing of guitar, uh, everything. I mean, his whole life ended. Plus, he knew it in his mind. He didn't let on to his people or to his wife, Rita. And he put on a such a heartfelt show that it was, you know, it, it, it's history-making. That was the biggest bootlegged um, CD, I think, in history. Wow. Worldwide, yeah. It was, it was really something of him playing that, that show at the Stanley Theater. Now, uh, Rich, you, you know, you dealt with all these acts. Um, how often did you actually have interaction with the act itself, or were you kind of insulated and were you kept at bay by, the, by, their, by their people, by their handlers? No. No, I I hung out with most of these guys and ladies and whatever, and uh, I was you know I I felt really being I, that was part of my, music and this whole movement for that that started out of the '60s with the British invasion and the, yeah. this whole movement that was part of my life. I was doing this because of the love of music in the very beginning then it became you know of course i had to make a living right so the money money part of it came in but this was no no i hung out with the jefferson airplane crazy slick all these people and it was uh, just a part of my life it was it was wonderful and who or what was the toughest act to deal with of all the people you dealt with well they're not called the bad boston bad boys for nothing if, <laughs> for no reason it's aerosmith oh so, really uh, they were tough to deal with Oh yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, they they hated each other, but they were they they were all able to hang in there because they were making money and they're still making money. And they're a terrific act, and and individually they're all good, but you know they're just they're, they're problems. You know, they they I had them at Three Rivers Stadium. They supported a ZZ Top show, and uh, they wanted uh, they wanted a special dressing room area, so I get them these Winnebago's and put them in a circle and got a jacuzzi that they could bring their girlfriends and dates and whatever. And I had a chef cooking steaks and lobsters <laughs> back there for them. They, I thought they loved it. Next thing I know, after they were finished playing, ZZ Top's about to go on stage. Um, Ed Travis Harry comes running to me and he goes, Rich, you got to come back and see this. I go, no, no, I, I'm, I got to get these guys on stage. He goes, no, 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 you really want to see this now. So I came around the back of the stage, and as I was coming around, I looked at the first Winnebago, and I see a chair coming through the windshield of the Winnebago. <laughs> and then I see the band running and jumping into the, their, their limo. And they're leaving. Over, they're, well, they were, they were already finished playing, so oh, they okay. were leaving. Yeah, yeah they were, yeah, they, because ZZ Top was the headliner yeah. on that show. So uh, they were they were ready to pull out. Their manager jumps out, and I run over and look at the Winnebago and the next Winnebago. They had thrown the mustard and the ketchup <laughs> and the, all the condiments all around in these Winnebagos, which we rented. Oh, so, man. That's so, nice. Uh, the manager comes out, and he goes, where's my check? I said, um, and then, then he starts pounding me in the chest with his finger. He goes, well, this band, this band never playing for you again. Never, never, never. I said, well... What is the problem? There's performance. Everything went, I think, smoothly. What happened? He goes, you know exactly. You know exactly. I said, please tell me what. He said, you know, you gave them light blue towels, and they wanted dark blue towels. <laughs> well, how could you do that, Rich? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah, where's my check? I said, you're not getting any check. <laughs> I said, wait a while I figure out the damage of these Winnebago's, and then you'll get your check. That's it was, tremendous. It was ugly. Plus, hey. we rented all these from mom and pops. I didn't get these from a store. You're right. So, so it was it was it was an ugly situation. That's that's just one of the stories. Hey, Rich, I got to take a break. I want to keep you, and, and I want to talk to you about uh, what you got coming up and uh, in your book. All right. Sounds good. Stay Thanks. there. We'll be right back. Getting close to retirement? Experienced a nice Trumponomics bump in your portfolio? Well, we know the market goes up, and unfortunately, we also know it goes down. Don't risk your retirement to market whims. Learn how you can lock in those gains today by spending time with the team at Marley Financial. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial can help you design a retirement plan that is bulletproof against the market's ups and downs. The team at Marley Financial uses a multitude of different techniques to make sure that you have a retirement plan that is tax-free friendly, stable, and worry-free. 
Oh, and speaking of taxes, did you know that Marley Financial can handle that too? With all the changes in the tax laws, be sure you're taking advantage of the best possible deduction and make sure you know what adjustments to make for your overall financial picture going forward. Call today for a no-obligation consultation to see just how for 25 years the clients at Marley Financial have never had a retirement plan fail. Call 724-884-1496 today. 724-884-1496 or visit them at MarleyFG.com. The one thing I loved about working with him, we got to pray with our patients. And I could do that without feeling like I was going to get in trouble. At the medicine shops in Oak Mountain, Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb continues the legacy of pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. And many people, you cannot cure them or make them truly get well if they have something down deep that they haven't ever addressed. Stress affects your whole body. Like when I get stressed, I have between my shoulder blades, my muscles get tight. Some people, it's GI. Some people, it can be a rash. Some people, their immune system is down. So we address that too. But you have to address the root causing that stress for them to truly heal. One of the things I'm very humbled by is that many of the people that Joe and I saw together, they're still coming to see me. And I just really appreciate that. And I'm going to try to have the same empathy and love and caring that he had. I just love it. It's my dream job. It's what I've always wanted to do. Every day is different because not everybody's the same. Call for a consultation today. 888-865-9595. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And they are no loophole full lifetime warranty covers everything including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge mention am 1250 and get an exclusive 10 percent discount for listeners of this station only why pay double before you buy visit windowsruspittsburgh.com they're more than a window company they're the area's premier exterior replacement company windowsruspittsburgh.com i'm jay farner ceo of quicken loans buying a home should be one of life's best experiences but today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments And that can turn a great experience into an anxious one. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. It's called the power buying process. We check your income, assets, and credit to provide you with a verified approval, which can give you the strength of a cash buyer. Once verified, you qualify for our exclusive rate shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days while you find your new home. Then, once you've found your new home, if rates have gone up, your rate stays locked. But if rates have gone down, your rate drops, and you get to keep that new lower rate. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed-rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. We're talking to Rich Engler, a concert promoter since 1969 in Pittsburgh, author of the book uh, called Behind the Stage Door, A Promoter's Life Behind the Scenes. And Rich, just want to let you know, uh, my producer here, our producer, Erin Byrne, she does a really good job making sure that I have a a bowl of M&Ms every day when I come in with all the orange ones removed. And uh, she knows that she'd be fired immediately if there's one orange M&M in the bowl. She's out! She's out. She's yeah. out. Well, so uh, you, you always had that, those uh, yeah. working things. Yeah. So um, I, 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 have, I wish I had more time, but I want to get right to what you got coming up next. I mean, you're yes. still doing this, uh, uh, what, almost 50 years later. That's exactly right. Uh, I have some great shows coming. Um, I have on this Wednesday, there's still a few tickets, not many, left for Ringo Starr and Ringo's All-Stars. Down at Heinz Hall, seeing Ringo up close. He's bringing some superstars with him from Santana and uh, uh, Colin Hay from Men at Work and uh, uh, the guitar player from Toto and just a super, super, super band. And uh, that's this Wednesday. Then um, on October 6th, 
It's a Saturday night at Heinz Hall. Also, Kansas is doing the Point of No Return album in its entirety for the wow. first time ever and the last time ever. And all of their hits in the second part of the show. So it's going to be great. And uh, there are t- a lot of tickets for that. We still have a month to go for the show. And that's org if you need them, or call the Heinz Hall box office. And I have um, out at the Palace Theater, Gino Vanelli, Saturday wow. night, November 10th, with special guest John Vento, a local uh, performer. Uh, Gino, uh, favorite of Pittsburgh, and uh, he uh, he played at the Benetton a couple times and sold out, or the Bayam, I'm sorry, and sold out. And he wanted to go out to the palace this time, so uh, they're uh, they're excited to get the show. Also, um, I have um, coming uh, Stephen Van Zant, uh, Bruce Springsteen's guitar player, and a yeah. 15-piece band on October 24th at the Carnegie Music Hall Homestead. And then the original, the original founding members of the Birds, Roger McGuinn and Chris Hillman, at the uh, Carnegie Music Hall uh, Homestead. Also, that's October 30th, and both of those shows are on sale. Well, you're not so, messing uh, around, Rich. Uh, no, that's, that, that's that's some good ones. And if if, and if you're broke, I have a couple free ones here. I have the Granati Brothers and Bowie Live, which is a great tribute act in Sewickley on the street in the uh, Sewickley Art and Music Festival, uh, uh, September 28th coming up in two weeks, and on the 29th, um, Joe Grishecki and the Iron City House Rockers, and then I have special guests coming on, singing uh, after, with them in a super jam is um, uh, Michael Gablicki from Rusted Root, who wow. do their, their hits, and Donnie Iris. Hey, Rich, I'm I'm up against the hard break. I'm out of town. I got uh, out of town. I got ten seconds. Thanks a lot for being on. We got to do this again, man. Thanks. I love you. Take care. Keep on rocking. All right, we're rocking. I'll see you here tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> the John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM twelve fifty The Answer and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.